It's time for kickoff on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward, Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's, and by Zion's Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zion's Bank is for you. Now for today's call, alongside Avery Walker, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Kickoff is coming up. Time to meet tonight's starting Mutual Match Lineups. Brought to you by Mutual, the dating app. Visiting Texas A&M will go in a 3-5-2. The keeper, number 34, Chantel Hutton. The back line, the left back, number 27, Jordan Hill. Center back, number 21, Carlina Sample. Right back, number 99, Brianna Alston. In the midfield, five midfielders. Holding mid, number 17, Sienna Arrieta. Left wing, number 14, Jimena Lopez. Right wing, number 16, Macy Kolb. And the center mids, left and right, are Addie McCain, number 18, and Taylor Zemer, number 5. Up top, the two forwards, number 1, Allie Watt, a Herman Trophy nominee. And number 20, Ostis Halder's daughter, the Icelandic forward, will start opposite Ali Watt. That's your starting 11 for Coach G. Guerreri in his 27th season in College Station and 28th season overall. His record, 446, 131, and 37 at College Station. And overall, he's 462, 143, and 38. He approaches 500 wins, while Jen Rockwood approaches 400 wins. And her team will be in a 4 Rather, a 4-4-2, more like a 4-1-3-2 tonight. Uh, Sabrina Davis, number 18, the senior keeper between the pipes. At left back, number 14, Josie Gwynn. Center backs, number 7, Danica Serracio. And number 28, Alyssa Jefferson. The right back, number 23, Rachel Lyman. At holding mid, the freshman, number 12, Jamie Shepard. At left wing, number 9, Sarah Jane Affleck. At attacking center mid, number 8, Michaela Coulihan. And the right wing is number four, Lizzie Braby. And the forwards up top, number 20, Cam Tucker. And number five, Elise Flake. Flake, the senior, now 24 goals for her BYU career. And she has scored in back-to-back-to-back games now as she gets on a bit of a roll. And that is your starting 11 for BYU and head coach Jen Rockwood. Her record, 379, 113, and 43. Her win rate is 74.9%, and Jean Guerreri's win rate is 74.8%. As I mentioned earlier, they are 7th and 8th in the active coaching win percentage list, with Jen being just ahead of G, but a lot of wins between those two coaches indeed. He's been coaching just a little longer than Jen. He's in his 28th season. She's in her 25th season. But really, Avery, they are synonymous with their respective programs. Yeah, we've mentioned it, you know, all pregame that this game is going to be an excellent display of athletic competition, and it's it starts all the way from each and every fan that showed up to the previous time that these two teams played each other in Texas, and it's going to go all the way down the bench to the head coaches and how many games they've won with each other. We'll pause now for our national anthem as we get set for kickoff here at Southfield. <laughs>
pause now. Ten seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Referees for tonight's match. The referee is Corbin May. AR number one is Karsten Gilwald. AR number two is Sly Yates. And the fourth official tonight is Blake Griffiths. BYU will be in the all-navies tonight. And Texas A&M will be in the all-whites with maroon. You often see the Texas A&M kit in home games, but they're wearing it on the road tonight. And BYU going with the uh, all-navy kit tonight here at Southfield. Again, where a big crowd is expected. Not sure it'll be a record crowd, but... It should be standing room only around the pitch tonight. And again, BYU's done very well in drawing in the first two games. As uh, through two contests, uh, BYU is number one right now in attendance. Again, just two games have been played. But still, uh, very good crowds, including 5,036 against Utah this past Friday. But BYU won that one 2-0. And so uh, BYU on the year, 12 goals for, just one against. Texas A&M, 12 goals for, just two against. A&M working on five consecutive clean sheets. And BYU on back-to-back shutouts. But uh, notably, as we talked about in our pregame, no goals allowed yet, Ave, in the run of play for BYU. The only goal scored was that penalty kick late in the game at Mississippi State. Yeah, their offense has has been one of those teams in the country that when it comes down to big teams with with a need to, to pick out a clutch play and attack it and score with the opportunity that you get, that sometimes they can't capitalize, whether that's in the Elite Eight or the Final Four, or excuse me, this Week 16. And I think this early season appearance of, of a, a Southfield big game match, I think it'll put BYU to the test and really allow them to see who, where, their, where their ability to finish on on a one-and-done type of opportunity. Now, BYU is going to be challenged in the WCC in games, particularly against Santa Clara and Pepperdine. But uh, out of league, this is really the game that uh, a lot of national observers are are, are kind of circling. Yes, it was good to go and and beat Alabama and Mississippi State uh, in the SEC, but those are the lower echelon SEC teams. Texas A&M is a top-tier SEC program. So to beat this team uh, means it's a little more, and it is a nationally ranked setup. Uh, Number 10, BYU. Number 12, Texas A&M. And uh, just a tremendous early season game with late season or postseason ramifications or repercussions, we expect. And, uh, again, this is one that uh, BYU gets. That that gets you one step closer if things go well in league to hosting in the NCAA tournament, which is what it's all about. Yeah, I kind of compare this this matchup to when I was playing. We didn't ever play Texas A&M, but we played Stanford multiple times. And that was kind of our pre- or postseason match that really made the difference for us. And um, this is is obviously the biggest game that BYU is going to see preseason. And then going into conference, you mentioned a few strong teams, but this really does set the tone for this season, obviously for BYU. The SEC is a tough conference. You know, the top nine teams often go to the tournament, so I think BYU has a lot to prove in this game. All right, BYU will be going right to left as we see it and you hear it. Texas A&M's defense goal to our left and takes it left to right. A little bit of a slight delay here. This game was to have kicked off at 7.05 Mountain Time. It is already 7.09 and we have now heard the whistle, and now we are underway. BYU with the opening touch in the center circle. Elise Flake will lay off to Rachel Lyman. She's immediately picked off by Ali Watt, and AM has the ball on BYU's defensive half of the pitch very quickly. As some pressure from Ali Watt won the ball away from Rachel Lyman. Shepard nutmegged, and now Halder's daughter, 50 yards away straight away, chips a ball targeting Watt. Intercepted by BYU, and the Cougs play to the neutral third where Lizzie Braby controls and tries to rid herself of Taylor Zemer. And a sprint down the sideline just does that. Ball played centrally. Carlina Sample, center back for the AM Aggies. 
Ends up with the ball at her boot. Plays to Lopez. Now it's a loose ball won by Shepard in the center circle. BYU in the back line. Both teams looking to settle in here just underway. First minute at Southfield. Jefferson to Serracio as BYU backlines it. Serracio now traversing the midway stripe with her pass to Josie Gwynn at left back. Gwynn with a 10-yard ball to SJ. A 1-2 back to Josie, but too far in front. And Sienna Arrieta lays off. And then the Aggies drive deep. And that's where Danica Serracio will put a head to it and play it into touch. An early Texas A&M throw here in minute number two. Down this right sideline, Macy Kolb, right winger. And this five-person midfield will throw in and target Addie McCain. Ball too deep for McCain. And then played into touch again by BYU Serracio coming over to play over the boundary. And the Ags will throw in again 90 seconds in. Lobbed into the feet of McCain. Didn't settle cleanly. SJ plays away to Elise Flake in the middle third. Flake lays off Coolahan. Returned to Elise. Elise tried to accelerate on Zemer. Zemer tapped the ball to BYU's back line. And now it's loose where Lopez finds Hill. Hill will play to her keeper. And keeper Chantel Hula. Ball deflected by Cam Tucker but did get back all the way to Jordan Hill at that left back position. Tucker puts high pressure on and did deflect that ball coming from the keeper Chantel Hutton. Hutton is a freshman and has played every minute Available for herself in 2019. And does have that string of five consecutive clean sheets going. Yeah, that's something Jen Rockwood always wants from her her forwards early in the game is to pressure that defense and obviously the goalkeeper to just kind of keep them honest, right? Uh, a goalkeeper should technically be 100% out of the back. And with that little mishap, I think it'll make her think twice, which Cam Tucker probably wants. Jimena Lopez dispossessed on BYU's back line in the rear guard with Rachel Lyman at right back. Now works down the far touch line. A giveaway from BYU, but a ricochet to Lizzie Braby, and BYU wins away. Still in the Cougars' defensive half. Nice battle for the ball. The fans applaud. The far side of the pitch, won by BYU. Shepard laterally, near boundary, Josie Gwynn. Gwynn into the attacking half, coming centrally on Sienna Arrieta. And plays it wide right. She's off the back track will Braby, but does track it down at the far touch line. Lizzie Braby, ball at her boot. Measuring Lopez and placed to the overlap Lyman. And then off of Rachel out of bounds. It'll be a Texas A&M throw in in the Aggies defensive third. Far side of the pitch with Jordan Hill doing the honors. Jordan Hill, daughter of former Texas A&M and NFL running back Greg Hill. And speaking of former NFL running backs, Emmett Smith's daughter Reagan is on this Texas A&M squad and is coming off the bench tonight. Bree Alston. On that back line. Played ahead to Kolb. Kolb gave it away to Gwynn. Gwynn centrally. Coolahan, 40 yards straight away. Coolahan plays rearward to Lyman. Lyman, boundary ball to Braby. Braby coming to the center part of the park. Lays off Shepard. Shepard, SJ. Affleck coming to the wing. Gwynn chasing it. Secures it. Intercepted. Dispossessed there by Allie Watt. Watt and Halder's daughter lead a two-on-two into the Cougars' defensive half. Watt, right edge of the penalty area, teeing up a right-footed shot, now puts it to her left, back to her right. Angle gets more severe, tapped away by Serracio outside the area, layoff to Kolb. Kolb at 30 yards right, deep cross to the far post, skips through the area, and Lopez will collect the far side of the park. Lopez plays off of Braby. They say it was touched by Lopez last. Jimena Lopez, who scored against BYU last year in College Station, gives BYU a goal kick here in the fifth minute. We're just underway here. Minute number five, BYU and Texas A&M scoreless. And Sabrina Davis in the keeper kit of Highlighter Green will distribute to Jefferson. Texas A&M's keeper kit is 
black and maroon tonight. BYU in the All-Navies. Long ball for Cam Tucker. Too heavy as Hutton will come out and play. Chantel Hutton, number 34, the Texas A&M keeper, rolls out to her left, and left back Jordan Hill will play to the neutral third. Got away from the Aggies there. Jamie Shepard at the halfway stripe. Shepard to her right. Coolahan. Coolahan, boundary ball, Braby. Back to Michaela. Michaela, little nutmeg. Freezer to 35 yards. Plays to Elise Flake. Flake trying to get a right-footed look and just tapped away from her, but it goes to teammate Braby. Braby, now in the penalty area, lays it off to her left. Ball's played to the center part of the box and cleared clearly by Sample. Carlina Sample had that ball roll right to her orange boots and got rid of it just that quickly. Braby now to Coulihan, 30 yards straight away, tripped up foul. So BYU with a free kick here in a good spot. About 30 yards from goal, maybe even less than that, maybe 25. And Michaela Coulihan, who was fouled to draw it, will line up this free kick. This kind of looks like the game last time they played, but in a reverse situation. All right, so from... Maybe 25 to 28 yards, slight angle right. Sarasio and Coulihan over the ball. Free kick here in the seventh. Players line the top of the 18. BYU's got four, and the Aggies have more. And Coulihan lines up this free kick in a scoreless match. There's the whistle. The approach from Michaela. Drive toward goal and wide left. Goal kick for the Aggies. Got through and passed everybody, but uh, off frame. And in the seventh, Chantel Hutton will place the ball at the top of her six and get ready to play away. BYU Women's Soccer brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. Loose ball near boundary. SJ does well to win. Away from Addie McCain. And then played it too heavy for Elise Flake. It'll roll to Sample in the 18. Sample will play into the Texas A&M broadcaster area to our left. It'll be a BYU throw in here in the 8th minute. 0-0, number 10 BYU and number 12 Texas A&M. Both teams still here in the feeling out process. Josie Gwynn will throw. One hops it to SJ. Affleck will settle it and play Serracio. Serracio flips the pitch from left to right. Lyman runs up to it in the attacking half for BYU. Lyman Braby. One touch cross to the top of the six, headed by the Aggies, and stays in play near boundary. Coolahan tracks down. Coolahan with her back to the sideline, trying to get rid of Arietta. And Arietta hip checks Michaela to the ground, play on, and the Aggies drive to the neutral third, where it falls to Serracio. Danica Serracio and Alyssa Jefferson now, the BYU center backs, play between themselves in the eighth minute. Right wing Lyman. BYU in the attacking half. 40-yard ball. Played skips under the boot of Elise Flake, but chasing it is SJ. Affleck putting pressure on that Aggie back line. Macy uh, Cole will relieve the pressure by playing out. Throw in from BYU. The throw in for Flake is intercepted by Kolb. And Macy Kolb in her defensive half plays Ali Watt. Watt off of Flake. Some jousting between Watt and Flake. Ball ends up with Gwynn. And Josie plays it across the park to Rachel Lyman again at right wing. From right back comes Rachel. Centrally, Coulihan, a 1-2 targeting uh, Tucker, got away from Cam. And the Aggies now possess in their defensive half. Halder's daughter lays off at Lopez. Jimena Lopez has a lot of international experience playing for the Mexican youth teams. 
And again, one of the two goals for Texas A&M last year against BYU. She got things going, did Lopez in the first half. Allie Watts scored to finish things off late in the game. We're 0-0 here in the ninth minute. Defensive possession for BYU. Flake will play deep and too long for Affleck, and it'll roll all the way to Hutton in her defensive 18. Chantel Hutton drops the ball on the turf and gets ready to play away. Just a sliver of this pitch is covered in sunshine as we get toward dusk here at Southfield. Chesting it down is SJ to Flake. Flake, a layoff Coolahan. Coolahan threw ball to Cam, but Sample does well to backtrack and play out of the 18 for Texas A&M. Zemer at the far side of the pitch. Centrally McCain. Zemer and McCain, the center mids, playing just back of the forwards for Texas A&M. Flake's bodied off the ball. And the Ags win back in their defensive midfield. Kolb. Defensive half play for the Aggies. A 1-2 from McCain back to Kolb. Kolb now into the attacking half down the right side of the pitch. Macy Kolb plays it centrally to Watt. Watt settles, chips it deep for Kolb and no one home. That'll roll over the end line for a BYU throw. A BYU goal kick, beg your pardon, here in the 10th. Sabrina Davis will play at top of the goal box. Early in this match, we can already kind of sense the tempo that's that's higher than what we've seen from a BYU match this year. And I think that has a lot to do with the caliber of play that, that both teams are bringing, right? Obviously, BYU has a little bit more of the possession, but with Texas A&M's ability to possess out of the back as well as find, you know, Ali Watt on the run going forward, it's uh, it's going to be a, a match that's uh, very well matched, actually. Defensive third throw for Texas A&M. BYU Women's Soccer brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. On the far touch line, Coulihan, Lyman, and Braby triangulate. Back to Lyman, who plays Jefferson at center back. Ahead to Coulihan. Coulihan attacking half, attacking third. Michaela on the run, plays Cam Tucker through. Cam Tucker collects, shoots, and oh, a save by Chantel Hutton. At the keeper, flag was up. Flag was up far side, is that right? Tucker yeah. was just offside. So that would not have counted had she found the net. Instead, she found the keeper, but the... Official at the far side of the pitch found his offside flag and raised it. It'll be a free kick for the Aggies in their defensive penalty area in the 12th minute. Off the head of SJ and out of bounds near boundary for an A&M throw. And Cole will take for the visitors. 0-0 in the 12th. Number 12, Texas A&M visiting 10th ranked BYU. Cole gets around Affleck. Takes to the center part of the park. Plays Halder's daughter. Layoff. Arietta. Arietta. Tries it from well outside of frame. A good 40 yards. Skies it over the bar. It'll be a goal kick for BYU in the 12th. Neither team is subbed yet. We're early on here at Southfield. Floodlights illuminate the pitch. As the last remnants of daylight are present with the sun having dipped over the IPF to our right. The west side here at Southfield. And from that west side of the park, Sabrina Davis with a goal kick restart to Josie Gwynn unaccosted at left back. Centrally, Affleck. SJ. Deep ball. Trying to curl around to it is Elise Flake. Coming out to it is Chantel Hutton. Hutton gets to it before Flake does at the right side of her 18. And in the 13th, she'll look for down pitch options. Greg Grubel and Avery Walker, your commentary tandem tonight. Be back with you on the Monday over in Orem. BYU and UVU from Clyde Field Monday evening. What I'm noticing from Hutton, like the the last thing you just described when she comes to the outside of her 18, is that she has a lot of confidence and plays a big role in the box. A lot of even collegiate keepers are told to kind of stay home, stay home, and let the center backs and the outside backs take care of it. 
I think if BYU wants to wants to score here, they're going to have to really test her and make her uncomfortable. Competent for a freshman. Mm-hmm. Again, on a string of five consecutive shutouts are Hutton and the Aggies. Elise Flake trying to shield off Arietta. Arietta fouls Flake, and BYU wins a free kick 50 yards from goal on the left side of the park. So Danica Serracio will line it up, see if she can put it in the mixer here from deep. Into the 14th minute of a scoreless match, BYU and Texas A&M. Top 15 showdown here in Southfield. Danica Serracio will give it a ride with the right foot. Again, a good 45 to 50 from goal. Boot to ball. Into the 18, headed high in the air by Sample. Flicked out by McCain, collected by Halder's daughter. The Icelandic International to Watt. Watt back to Halder's daughter, got past her and all the way to BYU's back line. And Serracio plays again, this time to right back Rachel Lyman. Lyman, 20-yard ball to the far part of the park. To Braby. Braby, double-teamed. Wins it away from both defenders, still with the ball at her boot. Centrally, Coolahan. Coolahan is sandwiched, brought to ground, play on. Gets back up and tries to get the ball away from Arietta. Aggies succeed in securing. And now it's Halder's daughter in the neutral third. The layoff to Lopez. Coach G. Guerreri telling me in our pregame it's about 30 degrees cooler here than it is back home. And as a result, you've got long sleeves from Jimena Lopez tonight. Everyone else in short sleeves. Jamie Shepard turns at the BYU side of the circle. Little run for Shepard that ends abruptly but onto the boot of Coulihan. Coulihan, Braby. Braby trying to cross from the right side. Gets into the area, puts it to her left. Tapped away from her. And the Ags play to the boundary and out for a BYU throw in the 15th minute. 0-0, Cougs and Ags. I'm seeing both teams have a lot of space in the midfield. Jamie Shepard's been able to find the ball really smoothly. Same with Michaela Coulihan, as well as... As SJ... Takes away from Jefferson, plays a shot over frame, and it'll be a goal kick for Texas A&M in the 15th. I was mentioning just the the space in the middle for both of these groups. They're able to find Lizzie Braby, but she's not necessarily getting end line, which we've seen BYU do most games this season. They're able to kind of cut back inside and find Elise at the top of the D, which, I mean, the, the space is there, but I think it needs to be a little bit more of a taken when it's given, right? And then other times find find the width. Macy Kolb off the restart. Plays Halder's daughter down the right wing. Getting back is Josie Gwynn. Plays to keep her. Sabrina Davis had an excellent game against Utah last Friday. Distributes Lyman at right back. Some pressure there from Allie Watt. The ball comes centrally. Shepard at holding mid. Shepard, Coulihan, and back to Jefferson. As BYU builds from the back. Long ball played from right part of the park to left to Josie Gwynn. Gwynn runs up to it at the midfield stripe. Plays Elise through down the left channel. Elise Flake. Now one-on-one with Alston. Takes Alston to the 18. Elise Flake, far post, but well wide. It'll be a goal kick for Texas A&M. Flake did well, though, to get into the area. Just ended up airmailing it from that attacking left. Make sure I maybe lost her balance and mishit it, because that was not on frame. (laughs) Second all-time meeting between BYU and A&M. Again, the Aggies won 2-0 last year. It was late August, August 24th of 2018, when they met in College Station. It was August 22nd of this year when AM last allowed a goal. That was the season opener at Santa Clara. They won that game 3-2, and they've not allowed a marker since. A win away from the attacking Halder's daughter from Alyssa Jefferson. That's what the fan response was there at the far side of the park in the Cougars' defensive half. Gwyn Flake. 
Coolahan at 40 yards right. There's Braby. Takes a touch at the edge of the 18. It's deep toward the end line, and the cross off of Texas saying, oh, they say it touched Braby last to be a goal kick. I thought Braby had done well to win a corner there for BYU, but no, it'll be off of Lizzie and goal kick for Chantel Hutton here in the 17th. Still scoreless here at Southfield. The only shots recorded have been by BYU, three of them, none on frame, and Texas A&M without a shot. We've seen one foul. It was against the Aggies. We've seen one offside flag. It was against Cam Tucker of BYU. The nod down by Shepard in the center circle to Cam Tucker. Cam now turns to face at 40 yards right. Slows it down. Sizes up Jordan Hill. Races around Hill to the goal line. Plays centrally. Took a deflection but rolls to Hutton. Chantel Hutton collects and gets ready to roll it out or hurl it out and that she will do to the right back right wing in this case Macy Kolb as Texas A&M plays in a 3-5-2 and Kolb is a midfielder who, who, will, who will come back and look like a right back at times Aggies in the neutral third Zemer to Arietta who lost it to Tucker Tucker lays off Braby in the neutral part of the park Lizzie to the overlapper, Rachel Lyman, racing down the right wing. Rachel slows her roll, plays it back to Braby. Braby to the end line, but it's intercepted there and played into touch by Carlina Sample. So it'll be a BYU throw in the far part of the park. Yeah, BYU's trying a couple of different things, taking the end line, finding an outside back, getting them forward. A shot from just outside the 18, and ranging to her left just outside of her post is Chantel Hutton. That went just wide from Flake. Yeah. Love a goal-scoring opportunity off of a throw-in. That's a good sign as an outside back. Another shot for BYU, but yet to put one on frame are the Cougs. We're in the 19th minute now. 0-0. Goal kick from Hutton. Ricochet will send in the Cougars' defensive half, and that's where Watt puts pressure on Sarasio, wins it away from Danica. Tried to play Halder's daughter deep into the 18, but Halder's daughter was not yet on her run. It goes all the way to Sabrina Davis. Davis distributes to Lyman at right back. 19th minute into the 20th of this scoreless match. Lyman, tracked from behind, plays ahead to Flake. Flake tried to one-two it back, got away from her, and now Halder's daughter in the center circle. A lead ball down the right wing from AC Kolb. Kolb has some space down that right channel. Tries to race around Gwynn. Last touch betrayed her, and then Sarasio plays off of Kolb. BYU will get a lucky throw out of that. As Rossi was trying to play into touch, and Kolb got in the way, and it'll end up with a BYU throw to our right near the BYU team area. Cougars coming right to left as we see it, and you hear it here in this first half. 20th minute of a 0-0 match. Looking like a standing room night here at Southfield. Yeah, people are still funneling in. Let's see if we can break that attendance record. Which stands at 57-35. The nod down by Jimena Lopez and the... Middle part of the park. Ends up on the boot of Jamie Shepard. Shepard Lyman. Lyman right side. Centrally, Braby. Braby marked by Zemer. Back to Lizzie. Lizzie's ball is deflected by Lopez. Zemer and Coulihan now battle for it. Michaela wins. Back to Lyman. Return to Kayla. Kayla. Jefferson. Jefferson Serracio on the back line for BYU. Danica to Josie Gwynn at left back. Josie at the halfway line. Tried to play a 1-2 with SJ. SJ gave it away, but it ricochets to Elise Flake. Flake finds Coulihan 50 yards straight away. Michaela will floor it to Elise. Taken away there by Sienna Arrieta. And the Aggies restart from their back line. Some high pressure from Flake, forcing an abrupt 
drive-down pitch from Alston. It's too heavy for anybody in Aggie White, so it goes to BYU's rear guard, and that's where they build from the back once again with Serracio and Jefferson. Alyssa to Kayla. A one-touch to Braby on that far side of the park. Braby returns to Michaela Coulihan. A deke away from McCain. Played ahead to Tucker. Tucker has it knocked away. She goes to ground as a loose ball is found by Jamie Shepard at the halfway line. Now Jamie racing into the attacking half. Plays to the attacking third to Flake. Got away from Elise and the pass not totally on target. We'll see our first sub of the night as the Aggies will go with Allie Russell checking in. Allie Watt down the right wing meantime. Making Serracio work. To the right side of the area comes Allie Watt. Watt looking for reinforcements. Circles back away from goal and plays centrally to Arietta. Arietta loses Coulihan, Zemer. Zemer at 35-40 straight away, left wing Lopez, Jimena Lopez. Left footed drive to the top of the six. A nice catch there by Sabrina. Sabrina Davis coming out and avoiding traffic with Gwynn in the neighborhood along with Allie Watt. And she jumps over both of those heads to bring down the ball and restart BYU here in the 22nd. More subs forthcoming for Texas A&M. We'll see Reagan Smith check in along with Tara Zemer, sister of Taylor, as BYU comes away in the attacking half. Cam Tucker to the final third. Tucker wheeling around her mark to the right side of the area. Tucker, a hard start back toward the end line. Trying to cross and no. Off the boot of Tucker and out for a Texas A&M throw. A goal kick here in the 23rd. And here come three Texas A&M substitutions. Smith, Russell, and Zemer all in. And checking out are Watt, McCain, and Halder's daughter. Reagan Smith, number 22, who enters, is the daughter of Emmett Smith. So that uh, jersey number looks a little familiar. <laughs> Bree Alston plays to Cole, but the near boundary. SJ applies some pressure. The ball goes back to Alston in the 23rd. We are halfway through half number one here at Southfield. 0-0. Aggies give away, but skipped off of Gwynn to Serracio. Now Serracio battling Russell for the ball. Ball won by the Ags, and now Reagan Smith is sent down the right wing. Josie Gwynn deflects a cross that does get into the six, where Jefferson will play out for a corner kick. Oh, no, last touch by the Ags. It'll be a goal kick for BYU. So from the top of the six, Sabrina Davis gets ready to play away. Reagan Smith making her presence immediately felt down that right wing as that goal kick got away from Davison out. So it's a throw in for the Aggies in front of the BYU team area here in the 24th. I think BYU is having a, a bit of success, you know, getting the ball from their first line of defense to their middle. However, from their midfield to their top line, it's it's slow and it's a little bit mishitted, mishit. And I think the biggest point of improvement they could probably make is finding the ball forward, getting Michaela Coolahan facing forward and Lizzie Braby facing forward instead of relying on them to create their own space and trying to face goal on their own. We await the near side throw. Comes in from Kolb to Russell. Russell a one-touch chip to Tara Zemer. Now to Taylor Zemer. The Zemer sisters playing together. Their mother, Trish Gretton, maiden name, was a player at Santa Clara in the late 80s and early 90s. Aggies backtracking and playing to keeper. The fans a little excited as Sample played to keep with BYU applying some high pressure. Now the Cougars do win the ball in the attacking third. That's Lizzie Braby, ball at her boot as she nears the 18. Centrally, 
Tucker. Tucker lays off Coulihan. Never got a clean shot off, and there was room there for both Cam and Kayla, but it closed quickly. Now the neutral third, Serracio. Serracio plays into touch. It'll be an, a- an Aggies throw in the 25th. It was actually set up pretty cleanly at the top of the 18, but no clean shot. Yeah, I don't think Cameron Tucker knew that she had a clean shot because she was kind of facing the other way. Wish she would have ripped that. Throw in Kolb, Russell. Close quarters on the near side of the park. Giveaway by Russell, takeaway by Coulihan. Coulihan keeps it on the floor to Flake. Flake at 40 yards with her back to goal, comes laterally. Tried to play Cam Tucker through, but Cam a little late to it, coming out to meet the ball was Chantel Hutton. More subs forthcoming here for AM. We'll see BYU's first sub and Rachel McCarthy checking in. We're in the 26th minute of a scoreless match. Top 15 showdown. 10th ranked BYU, 12th ranked Texas AM. BYU officially with four shots, and AM not yet with a shot credited. A lot of neutral action here in this first 30 minutes of play. Not a ton of threat either side yet. Lopez plays too deep, and Alyssa Jefferson back to it for BYU. Jefferson, far boundary, and now subs come in. This ball got out. We'll see Rachel McCarthy in on the first Zions Bank substitution of the night for BYU. Macy Cole will exit along with Sienna Arrieta. Checking in for the Aggies, number seven, Katie Smith. Number nine, Grace Piper. And McCarthy will replace Lizzie Brady. That is a Zions Bank substitution for banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge. Zions Bank is for you. No corner kicks yet in this match as Alyssa Jefferson plays all the way to keep. Pressure from Russell. Back to Jefferson. Jefferson as well to keep it and play down that far touch line. Alyssa now accelerating into the middle third. Last defender got her, and now it's takeaway by. Texas A&M. Tara Zemer working with sister Taylor Zemer. And those two saw the ball end up on the boot of Michaela Coulihan, who plays in the touch on the far side of the pitch and out for an A&M throw here in the 27th. Another A&M throw. south side of the pitch. We broadcast from the north side here at Southfield. So it's in the attacking half. Far side of the park and Jimena Lopez gets ready to toss in for AM. 25 international appearances for Mexico with their junior and youth national teams. Aggies defensive half now in possession with Carlina Sample. Center back Sample Plays to right back Alston. They play a 3-5-2. Three defenders on that back line. BYU's Jamie Shepard. I said McCarthy was in for Brady, but that was not correct. Looks like she went in for SJ. SJ came out and Brady switched sides of the pitch. That's what happened. So mm-hmm. Brady went from left, uh, from right to left, and SJ hit the bench, and McCarthy now plays on the right wing. So McCarthy for SJ, the first sub of the night for BYU. And Texas A&M has already been more liberal. Five reserves have entered the game. Yeah, I think they're trying to maybe play the BYU game a little bit. They're, they're subs that just came in are playing very high pressure, trying to just get Alyssa Jefferson off her game. Michaela Coulihan tripped up. It's play on, and the Aggies come the other way with Taylor Zemer playing down the left wing to Lopez. A one-touch cross. Got to Russell in the 18. Very little possession in the 18 for A&M tonight, but they had it there. A chip ball far post. Raby's going to watch it toward the end line. Shield 
the on-rushing Aggie and let it go out for a goal kick. And that Aggie on the backside was Katie Smith. Now it's a substitution for Jen Rockwood. But Kaylee Moore will come in for Cam Tucker, another Zions Bank substitution. BYU's second sub of the night. They are brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. We are in the 29th minute, 0-0, BYU and Texas A&M. And Sabrina Davis, short goal kick to Alyssa Jefferson at the top of her defensive 18. Now McCarthy. McCarthy, long, trying to send Flake. Ball bounces to Elise. Elise at the top of the 18, settles, shoot. Oh, deflected wide and near and off to end the touch. Looked like Elise was teeing up a good shot, and then Aggies rushed to it and got a foot on it and sent it to the near touch line. Yeah, she kind of had to let the ball drop to get it where she wanted it to, but that was just enough time for the Aggies to just get a little bit of a nick. That long ball from McCarthy had just the right bounce, but then the bounce had to settle, and on the wait for the settle, yep. enough time to come across. As Brady gets into the 18, and Brady plays to the top of the penalty D. Coulihan waits for it. Now secures it and lays off to Shepard. Shepard a 1-2 back to Kayla at 30 yards. Michaela Coulihan, right wing, McCarthy. McCarthy, hard toward the goal line, stops the ball, checks it back. Left foot across to the top of the 18. Flake with it there, putting it to her right, tapped away. She goes to ground, and the Aggies come away on the intercept. Racing down the right wing, Tara Zemer. Holds off and lays off Piper. Piper to Katie Smith. Katie Smith coming centrally, evading Gwynn. Still with the ball in her boot is Katie Smith, center part of the park. Takes a little shoulder charge. That's a no call, and BYU on the dispossess. Kayla to Braby. Braby, left wing run. 3v3 for BYU. Lizzie Braby approaches the penalty area. Lizzie tapping it centrally. Got under the boot of an Aggie defender, but McKaylee Moore a little late to it. And the Ags come away. Neutral third possession. Smith. Hmm. That's a foul on Alyssa Jefferson as the ball went ahead to Allie Russell. She was hip-checked to the ground, and the first foul against BYU tonight. Just two fouls called. We're in the 31st minute, one against the Ags, one against BYU. And Texas A&M now with a uh, free kick near the midfield stripe, and Bree Alston will line it up. The five-foot ten senior playing right back to start tonight in this 3-5-2 for Coach G. Guerreri. Looks at her downfield options, raises her right arm, approaches almost at the center dot, and drives it into the 18, where it bounces over the goal line and for a goal kick that BYU will take. Just kind of bounced over and around a number of running players in the box from both BYU and Texas A&M, but harmlessly over the end line for a goal kick that's been taken, and we're in the 32nd of a scoreless match. BYU possesses defensive half. Jefferson, Lyman, Jefferson... And now McCarthy on the Cougars' defensive part of the park. McCarthy, Jefferson, pressure from Smith. The release to Flake at the center line. Flake tried to play the overlap to Coulihan, but knocked away and out of bounds by AM. BYU quickly throws. Rachel McCarthy, great throw. Such a powerful throw by Rachel. Skips over the head of McKaylee Moore, rushing to it in the 18 is Flake, but the Ags play clear. Rachel McCarthy is going to be an excellent player for BYU. One of her gifts is that throw in. Yeah, McKaylee Moore was in an offside position probably, what, 40 yards down the field, almost in the box, and she was able to get the ball cleanly. And obviously there's no right. offsides on the throw, and so it was clean. McCarthy will throw. Far side of the park. Throws it into the 18. Knocked right back to her. And at the boundary, is it kept in? It is by Ali Russell. So Texas A&M possesses centrally Tara Zemer. Zemer pressured by Coulihan. Zemer to Zemer, Tara to Taylor, and now the Ags look to counter. 
Long and high ball down the right wing. Katie Smith racing to it. So too Josie Gwynn. Gwynn gets there first. Fans applaud the effort. Josie to Braby. And Braby looking to shield and turn on Grace Piper. Piper does well to stay with Braby, who then backlines it to Serracio. We're in the 33rd minute of a scoreless match. Serracio, Braby. Braby pulls it down to the air cleverly. And now to the center circle to Coulihan. Some room for both Kayla and Rachel Lyman. Lyman on the overlap down the right wing. Lyman to 40 yards. To Coulihan there. Ahead to the top of the penalty D to Flake. Flake to her left. Still rolling it to her left. Cutting it back to her right. Tees up a shot that's deflected back at her again. Just not clean for Elise. Doing so much work to get free and not getting the payoff yet. A ricochet to McKaylee Moore. Back to Flake. Flake, Shepard in the attacking half for BYU. Possession. I'd say the Alliance share in the Cougars' favor here in the first half. We're in the 34th minute. Can they get that look? Get out in front first here. Josie Gwynn gets into the 18. Josie with one last touch. Plays it centrally. A turn from Flake. A shot to score! I think that was a deflection off of Texas A&M, but that's what happens in big games like this. Not, not all goals are beautiful, but when you have a player like Josie Gwynn who knows what she's doing, coming down this sideline, taking not the end line, but the early cut in to the box with a with a ball across the goal mouth, good things are going to happen. In the 34th minute, BYU's on top by a score of 1-0. And for the first time since August 22nd, Texas A&M's conceded a goal. Their five-game streak of clean sheets comes to an end. It is BYU 1. It is A&M no score in the 34th minute. And I just love the momentum of soccer. Like, we just came off of a, an opportunity from Elise Flake to really have a good look. And then right after that, you see BYU just hungry for the next opportunity, and they got it. A lot of discussion as to who will get credit for that goal or if it will end up as an own goal. We know that Elise Flake was involved after the nice run. We've seen that run before from Josie Gwynn to get into the 18 from the left side. Mm -hmm. Right now it's being credited as a team goal, but it is BYU 1 and AM no score. They're going to give the goal officially, it looks like, to Michaela Coulihan. So Coulihan was also in the neighborhood there. And Michaela gets credit for the goal in the 34th. For Michaela, career goal number 11 and third on this year. Coulihan, left wing Braby. Braby, slowing it up at the edge of the 18. Lays it off to Michaela. Now to Gwyn. Gwyn, trying to get to the 18 again. Plays to McKaylee Moore, tapped away from McKaylee. And the Aggies rid the pressure for the moment. Tara Zemer chips it to the far side. Ends up on the boot of Rachel Lyman. We're in the 35th minute. BYU's opened up on top. Cougars have scored first yet again. BYU's not conceded a first goal yet this year. And Texas A&M, which hadn't given up on a goal since the season opener, sees its five-game run of clean sheets come to an end. Across and just wide. Oh, just wide. I think... Uh, BYU thought they had goal number two. Michaela Coolhan might have been celebrating there, but it went side netting just outside <laughs> on that cross. Either way, BYU wins a corner kick. It'll be the first corner kick of the night for BYU, a Mountain America Credit Union corner kick. Brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward from the attacking left flag. BYU takes in the 36th minute. Texas A&M looking a little sketchy in their box. they got to have their confidence down a little. Lizzie Braby, low driver, driven right back toward her by the Ags. 
It ends up with Braby just inside the corner flag. Lizzie to the goal line. Left-footed cross. Low skipper. McCarthy centrally in play. Clear. It's off the top of the six. Aggie's seeing some heat right now from BYU. The Michaela Coulihan goal in the 34th. And now they've given it to Elise Flake. So they did give it back to Elise. That made a little more <laughs> sense by what we saw. And the assist to Josie, which is also deserved. So good. take the goal away from Michaela, which is okay. She'll give it to Elise, who's now scored her 25th as a BYU Cougar and has scored now in four consecutive games, five goals on the year. Yeah, she proved me wrong. I said to this game that they might shut Elise down based on her, her stat sheet. Lyman, far post cross, ricochet to Elise. Elise to her right shot and score again! Elise Flake with a brace! And the Cougars take a 2-0 lead! Oh, gotta love momentum. And the Cougars are doing a really good job of taking advantage of that. Rachel Lyman has obviously been dynamite all season, all of her career, to get the ball quickly down that sideline and get a crafty cross in. And way to take advantage of it, Elise. She's on fire. Elise Flake, goal number six and 26 for her BYU career. With that goal, she moves into a 13th place tie all time in career goals scored with Cassidy Christensen Shumway. 26 career goals for Elise, a brace here in the first half, and the Cougars take a 2-0 lead in the 37th. Well, 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 Texas A&M, which had gone five straight games without conceding a goal, has given up two here in the span of three minutes. Is this one of our first games with two goals in the first half other than SUU? We'll do quick research on that as BYU takes a 2-0 lead into the 37th. That does sound right to me as they led 1-0 at halftime against Utah just on Friday. Took the second one late. And the goals were spaced apart at Alabama and Mississippi State. So indeed, other than SUU, this is the high for goals and a half at two. As Sabrina Davis collects the ball on the cross from the left side. And now starts Lizzie Braby down the left wing. 2-0 Cougs here in the 38th. Lizzie. Oh, tried to play Elise through, but Elise stopped. Elise stopped to run. A little miscommunication there between Braby and Flake. But it's all good for Elise. Elise went scoreless in the first game of the year at Alabama, and she's scored in every game since. Four straight games with a goal, and now she has six on the year. An intercept there by Ashton Brockbank, who's checked in for Michaela Coulihan. Michaela Moore had the ball dispossessed. And now the Aggies, a little rattled maybe here in the 38th, playing a lot of ball on their defensive half of the pitch. Jimena Lopez now to the halfway line. BYU lost 2-0 to Texas A&M last year. Leads 2-0 here. Long ball played for Russell. It'll skip. Davis will have to collect it as she, I think, was a little bit, maybe a little bit uh, misled by the path of that ball. But she did track it down as she ran rearward in the defensive 18 to jump on it and secure it with Allie Russell applying some pressure. The drop kick from Davis will come to the middle third. McCarthy goes high. So too does Brockbank. Brockbank has come in on a Zions Bank substitution. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. It was Brockbank in for Coolahan. We're now in the 39th minute. BYU 2 and Texas A&M no score. Elise Flake in the 34th and the 37th. The first goal may have been somewhat of a fortunate deflection for BYU. Second was Elise, all Elise, as we'll see Natalie Clark check in. For Elise Flake with those two goals here in the first half. So Elise, half's work is done. And Flake will check out with career goals number 25 and 26, season goals number 5 and 6.
big smile on Jen Rockwood's face as uh, Elise has staked BYU to a 2-0 lead. And Natalie Clark is in for BYU and another Zions Bank substitution. For banking that helps you tackle every financial challenge, Zions Bank is for you. Tonight's broadcast intern, by the way, is Max Clark. Max Clark, brother of Natalie Clark, who just checked in. I thought that might be the case. I've seen a couple of things on social media, and then when they took the pregame photo on the field, I, yep. I connected the dots. So that last sub in makes uh, intern Max particularly proud. <laughs> the Clark family hails from Arizona. Max has been a tremendous intern, and Nat's been a tremendous player for BYU. We're in the 40th minute, 2-0, Cougs lead. 12th ranked Texas A&M. Both teams nationally ranked, and BYU's finished the season nationally ranked in five of the last seven years. Both these teams practically perennial NCAA tournament participants. BYU's been to 19 tourneys, and A&M's been to 24, the last 24 in a row, actually. Another substitution here for Coach G. Guerreri. Abby Grace Cooper will check in, replacing Taylor Zemer. 41st minute, BYU 2, Texas A&M, no score. Chantel Hutton, the AM keeper, had gone 530 plus minutes without a goal allowed. And that streak got another 30 or so minutes longer before at least Flake ended it and then dented it one more time. So the scoring summary here in the first half has Flake with both goals in the 34th and 37th. They initially gave that first goal to Michaela Coolham, and I think it was that was subject to review. They really had to take a look at it because it was kind of a funky bounce in the box. But ultimately Elise gets credit for it. And then the second one. Well-earned, and BYU's lead is well-earned at 2-0. Throw in for the Cougars at the far side of the pitch as we are in the final five minutes of half number one. Long throw for Natalie Clark. Nat latching on, plays it centrally. Deflection off the eggs. It'll be a corner kick for BYU off that cross from Natalie Clark. So Mountain America Credit Union corner kick brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward and from the attacking right flag. BYU will take corner number two on this night. And that corner number for BYU on the year heavily in the Cougars' favor. Rachel McCarthy lining it up. Right-footed outswinger from the attacking right. And plays short to Serracio. Serracio, one-touch settle. Drive and wide left. Strong kick. Heavy kick from Danica. Just wide of the frame. And in the 42nd, Chantel Hutton will have a goal kick. Yeah, if Danica can keep that those shots down, right, not over the entire group, a lot of times something crazy will happen and it'll hit somebody and become a goal-scoring opportunity. BYU's corner kick number, by the way, 29 taken, 8 conceded. There's a massive differential. Alyssa Jefferson in the middle third. It's a standing room-only crowd here at Southfield to watch BYU and Texas A&M. Rachel Lyman. At the far boundary. He's got some space. Comes centrally. Ten-yard ball to Brockbank. Brockbank resets and right wing to McCarthy. McCarthy, Lyman. Lyman at 35 yards right. She'll chip it toward the top of the area. Settled there by McKaylee Moore. It deflects to Braby. Braby now battles for the ball. Good win by Liz Lizzie at the left side of the 18. Now hard to the end line. Will a cross come in from Lizzie? It does. Cross to the top of the six. Intercepted there and played clean and out by the Aggies. We're in the 43rd minute. BYU 2, Texas A&M no score. A backtrack by Serracio and she'll play the keeper with Reagan Smith putting some heat on. That keeper, Sabrina Davis, as dusk falls here at Southfield, will skip it on the far touchline to Rachel Lyman. Lyman's got room. 
plays Brockbank. Volleyed it out of the air, but to Lopez. Give away by BYU, and now Tara Zemer in the attacking half for Texas A&M. Can BYU get to half with a 2-0 lead? Lopez, far touch line. Lyman gives her a few yards. Still not closing down, now does, as Lopez plays off of Lyman and then off of Lopez for the BYU throw at that far corner flag. Nice job by Rage to avoid anything like a corner occurring on a deflection. Played it well, and BYU ends up with it. Yeah, late in the second half with a, a dangerous 2-0 lead against the number 14th ranked team. You want a player like Rachel Lyman doing her job well. 44th minute, we approach halftime. BYU and Texas A&M in the second game of a two-game set. Went the Aggies' way last year, 2-0 in College Station. With a great crowd on hand that night. It's gone the other way this year. Different venue, same great crowd. These teams really well supported. Texas A&M and BYU, two of the top teams every year in attendance. BYU's led the nation in attendance in three of the last four years. Aggies throw. Lopez trying to fashion a cross, and that she does. Ball is loose. Abby Grace Cooper had a beat on it for a moment. BYU did play clear. And now can they rescue it and keep it out of Aggie possession? Nope. Aggies will keep it. And BYU's a t- defensive half. Brianna Alston will chip it. It's headed. Caught by Sabrina Davis at her post. Offside flag was off. So with 30 seconds to go until halftime, that offside flag negates what anything uh, what would have occurred for the Aggies in the way of an offensive threat. Ended up being a nod on that Sabrina Davis caught. So now BYU can essentially play keep away to the end of the half here if they play their cards right. 20 seconds to go with a 2-0 lead, and they're playing on the back line. Jefferson, Serracio. Serracio's got Brinley Bueller who's checked in, and Brinley on the near boundary with 10 seconds to go. We'll play it centrally, Braby. Braby was slow to it, and the Aggies may get one shot here before halftime. Tara Zemer, and no, that won't do it. She won't get to it in time. We've hit 45 minutes. BYU 2, Texas A&M no score. So the Aggies, which had trailed for all of eight minutes all season, trail for the final 11 minutes of this first half. And BYU takes the 2-0 lead to the locker room. Elise Flake in the 34th, Elise Flake in the 37th. And the 10th-ranked BYU Cougars lead the 12th-ranked Texas A&M Aggies by two at halftime. Halftime stats and analysis coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.